Fuck it, we'll do it live. It's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Audrey. I'm Donovan. Uh, what's up? How you doing? You doing <laughs> uh, I'm in a hotel. Uh, I nice. forgot my tripod. I'm holding the microphone like I'm doing stand-up. Uh, hey, what's the deal with our guest this week? We've got Olive <laughs> joining us. <laughs> Hi. I'm Welcome Olive. Olive. Hi. Nice. I Welcome waved. aboard. <laughs> Welcome to the RFTB Zoom where I'm in a hotel. Listener, you can't see this, but I have my bird background that I had on uh, office hours, but I don't have but my it, green screen. And so I'm kind of like merged psychedelic <laughs> style with a cedar wax wing. You ever just get merged with a cedar wax wing? <laughs> just merge with a wax wing. It's pretty great. Uh, hey, let's keep this trend going from the past few weeks. Breakup update. Breakup. Breakup date. Breakup date. <laughs> I'm less sad than last week Woo! and certainly less sad than the week before. Let's fucking Let's go. Let's fucking go. I went on multiple dates over the weekend. I went on four dates in a row. I'm so a hot dates. commodity. They're lining up. Must be up. fucking nice, Donovan. It must be fucking nice. <laughs> They're t- I'm handing out tickets. I'm saying number five and then they come walk up and we go sit in the park and we talk about stuff two of the people i went on dates with had recently broken up with partners that they were living with also damn it seems like something's just in the air this week a friend everywhere i look around breakups are happening breakups Uh, in the air and i would prefer other people not have to deal with that but it did make me feel understood and Mm. that was pretty cool Mm. that's been breakup date (laughs) how are you doing you know just hanging in there uh i'm more interested to hear what olive how olive's been doing how's olive um i've been really stressed but i'm good you know that's my that's kind of my baseline is stressed so yes i'm good hell yeah i think about like anxiety and like like they you know you go to the doctor and they're like they have you do the little survey do you have any pain and you yes. go like, yeah, 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 I got some pain. I got some lower back pain. Oh, what do you rate your pain at? Eh, about a three today. It's not bad. It's like, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And uh, on a scale of one to ten, how anxious are you? Like ten. I always want to be like ten. <laughs> always. Fucking ten. Always. But like, but it's constantly ten. <laughs> so that would mean that it's like a five for me. Yes. But a 10 for humans. Yeah. Absolutely. like, And I am that way too. And like, I always am like, oh, I'm not like... Because I don't want to make my anxiety sound really bad. And I was talking to my best friend and she goes, just so you know, you have more anxiety than most people. Like you are an anxious person. Wow. And I was like, thank you for validating me because I was like, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just, I just am so stressed and worried about everything, but I'm, I should be but fine. Okay. And she's like, so I found out I'm actually an anxious person um, it, more than others, apparently. <laughs> that is good to have validated. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had moments with I don't know all the mental health shit I've I've dealt with my entire life, but moments where I'm like, am I, am I like making this up? Am I? Yeah. Yep. Am I just more? Uh, I, I don't know. Do I? Am I just more sensitive than other people? And I mean, I guess that's what anxiety is to some extent. Is like a more sensitivity to stressors or whatever but i don't know people throw around like oh this person's sensitive or whatever as just kind of this trite way to like erase any kind of like emotional reaction that people have and that shit really sucks and so Mm -hmm. it does feel good to have somebody be like 
No, you were dealing with more rough feelings than the average person. And, yeah. Uh, it's actually a miracle that you managed to record a podcast each week, and we're going to give you a gold star. That's what I yeah. wish they would say. All I want is the fucking sticker. I think Just you both a deserve a gold star for five years of podcasting. Oh, I haven't thank done, you. Thank you. I don't think I've done anything for five years yet. <laughs> And I've done so. I've just done a lot of things for not five years. <laughs> That's where I've been at too. I think this is truly the the most consistent I've ever done anything, and that is a fun feeling. And a star has five points, and that makes sense for five years. That's and true. So that is true. It, it's really Perfect. it's really hidden. Right maybe now. maybe I'm like I just get stuck on shit. I guess because I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I did martial arts for like seven eight years. I did flex. Flex. I worked. I worked at Coles for seven years. I did the oh, Renaissance damn. Festival for ten. Okay. Ten. Oh, damn. So you're know. committed. Just, yeah, you got I get, I get committed to things. On. I don't know. I, don't I love know. that. I it's wish not bad. I that. It's not a bad thing. On the other hand, I I will have a tendency to get overcommitted to things that are not the best for me. For example, working at a fucking Coles for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Like some of my choices and commitments were not not right. Not but great. Renaissance Festival for ten years, the Ohio Clown Factory. No, thank you. Probably not the best, best choice uh, I ever made. I've been married to the game for thirty-one years. Okay, okay. If we're going there, then yeah, me too. But for twenty-eight, so that's all I got. I've been living for twenty-eight years straight. That's I'm yeah. committed. Streak. Yeah, doing great. Absolutely I was gonna, commendable. I was going to say some dumb shit when you were like, I haven't done anything for more than five years. I'm like, you've been breathing for more than five years. <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> you fucking eat food for more than five years. Okay. I, I'm very committed to, to survival. Very committed to continuing to be alive. Yeah. Everybody yeah. in this call right now gets a gold star for surviving for this long. And I'm only yeah. saying that half jokingly because it is difficult. I think my right. mustache is like seven years old now. It's pretty cool. Hell what? Yeah. Like you've Hell had yeah. it consistently for seven years? Yeah. I went to a, I went to a wedding uh, for a friend. Yeah. Fucking six or seven years ago. And his dad had a mustache and I had like a really scrungy beard at the time. It didn't look very good. And, uh, I asked a friend who had a mustache, like, what if I shaved it down? And he's like, I think you'd look great. What a, what a good friend. Uh, God rest his soul. We're not going to get into that. He, he passed. It was the last time I saw him actually. Damn. So there's kind of Damn. an emotional weight to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I went to this wedding and the the groom's dad has the mustache and i went up to him like late in the night and i was like hey uh you have a rocking mustache i'm a friend of your son's can you rate my mustache on a scale of like whatever and he just kind of walked away and i was really really like oh no i've been planning on doing this like the whole evening i wanted to like get a you know an old dude who's had one for like 30 years if he was like yours is good that would rule that would be such a cool boost I think he was probably like knowing how young you were and knowing that this was a new affectation for you was intimidated by the natural ease with which you mm-hmm. wore the mustache. Maybe so. Yep. I mustache mogged him, perhaps. <laughs> mogstache. No, he wandered off, and then like I saw, you know, the the groom is his son. I was hanging with him at my birthday like a month later, and I told him what happened. He was like. Oh yeah, he was pretty, he was probably just shit faced. Let me take a picture of you and send it to him. And he messaged back uh, nine out of ten, 
could use Same. a little evening out. And I was like, oh nice. my God, Nice. Redemption. Good. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. So Same. I, this thing's got a good, a good streak going. And, uh, I don't know. I can't. I see pictures of myself without it, and it feels it disturbs me. Alien. Yeah. Ooh, I know that. I know that feeling. Some things become a part of you, and then, like you, like yeah. If I like woke up with no tattoos, I'd be like, I'm deeply I, upset. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I, I can't. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm not me anymore. Yeah. No. Check this out, Donovan. This is gonna fuck you up really bad. Oh. Ah. Isn't that weird? I forget what you no glasses what the fuck it's so weird she popped her glasses off folks she popped her glasses off and like a small child when a parent puts a hand in front of their face i thought she disappeared where are you <laughs> well y'all did disappear to me because i couldn't see shit yeah like i didn't know it was you because you didn't have glasses on <laughs> oh she'd back. Oh, she's she's back. back where'd you, where'd you go <laughs> <laughs> Playing peekaboo with me. Peekaboo. <laughs> I get a kick out of that. Well, that's been our streak update on the top where we talk about things that we've done for a long time. Um, I probably should have done this at the beginning. Olive, for folks who don't know you, do you want to just kind of introduce yourself? What's What do you do? What's your deal? How are you doing? Um, I'm Olive. I uh, make content on OnlyFans. Uh primarily and i'm a shit poster on twitter Fuck um, yes. and i have uh, yeah i'm just a girl of the internet you know that's what i am mm-hmm. uh yeah a yeah, digital native yeah kind of <laughs> i've been i've been on i've been you ever, online you heard that term no but i a i digital kind of native like is somebody who grew up after the popularization of the internet oh yeah never, never really a time in which we didn't have like a use for mm-hmm. the internet yeah i have been online very a lot very a lot uh consistently <laughs> very actually <a> very a lot <laughs> since like i was like 10 so but yeah yeah I'm, five I'm just, years that's girl, true there we go i've been a menace on the internet for most of my life honestly <laughs> what is, do you remember the first thing that you like did regularly on the internet because i have a fun answer for that question like the first thing that you like would continuously go back to in a social context yeah, on the what, internet what brought you to the web yeah. um i think it might have been uh msn chat because yes. like yeah. yes. i would like post some angsty like my chemical romance lyrics as my Fuck status yeah. and then yeah. like i would try to get like in, it, it, for me i would like my small town would just we would message anyone i would message people not in my friend groups and just be like hey what's up and like what's i would up? have a conversation with them so it was like yeah. that <laughs> fucking a uh i think for me it was like uh Oh, we just got the message that 10 minutes until the meeting recording. Motherfucker. Yeah, we're in Zoom. What? We're going to have to re-roll it, uh, but that's okay. That'll be fine. We'll just like no big deal. Damn it. I think, I think they made it 20 These now. Bastards. What Or 25. Jerks. The fuckheads. Uh, but for me, first thing that I ever got enamored with on the web was... Uh, there was a website that you could play like chess and checkers and backgammon and like all the little like... You know board games that were uh fucking what do you call that uh public domain like all the public domain mm-hmm. board games and card games and uh you'd play with random people and i remember oh. that there was there was this one person who claimed to be uh, a girl 
Uh, oh, oh fuck! Their name was their name was Rose, and I was like, "Oh god!" Oh, and then I started, I started, I started dating yes. this girl Rose through the fucking uh, <laughs> backgammon website. Yeah, we took her on a date to E Four. It was uh, a really romantic <laughs> spot. Yeah, she fucking uh, she castled to the king's side, and I was like, "Damn!" Wow. Yeah, I remember those games too. I I would play games like that as well. Fucking a. I had uh, mm-hmm. not Doppler dot com, addicting games dot com. Play that oh, smack yeah. the monkey game. That's pretty good. That I think there was rocked. a bug on a wire game. Uh, like you were running on a little wire and you're a bug. I think I loved that game. Oh. I don't know what that was on. There's okay. so there's a I have a bunch of like half memories of things like this that I've sometimes like tried to go find the game and like flash died and so a bunch of it isn't out there and that's all uh damn that's all a little bit sad to think about. Yeah, I got on the internet for the first time. I had fucking dial up. We got a computer when I was like seven or eight years old and uh, uh, th- this will surprise no one listening to the show. But I used the internet to search for pictures of birds. And then print them out so I could put them on my wall and give them to friends. Yes, I thought the it was the coolest thing, thing in the world. You're like the cutest, most wholesome internet user ever oh, back thank then. You. Wow. <laughs> I would print out pictures of like Usher and put them on my wall. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, Usher? Yeah. yeah. I definitely printed anime characters. That's that was, amazing. Uh, we were we were on different wavelengths. About. No birds. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it all synthesizes into something really beautiful and good. That's so mm-hmm. true. This program that we know and love. Um okay, Olive, our traditional question for guests, for first time guests, is uh do you have an embarrassing dating or relationship story you can tell us? Okay, this one is actually very recent. It was in like January. I was helping my tattoo artist um, at a convention. I was basically just there to talk and be entertaining for her. But um, the last day, it was a three-day convention. The last day, I saw this like cute mustachioed man getting tattooed Mm. and he was getting something big because like I walked by like for like the next four hours and he was there and he was making (laughs) eye contact with me and I was he had like a double cuffed beanie and a shirt that said I love piss on it and I was like I am am feral like what the fuck and I was like but what if he's making eye contact with me because he thinks I'm scary um, so I, I don't know. I tweeted something silly. I was like, just saw a man with a double cuff beanie, piss t-shirt, uh, and mustache. Uh, is, is this my soulmate? And I tweeted it. And then I found out who he was because I'm a little sleuth. And I was like thinking about following him all day. Finally followed him like after the convention that day, he followed back and just said, Hey, he like regurgitated my tweet to me. So he had already been following me on Twitter and saw me tweet yeah. about him early in the day. And then we um, now we're like super close and it's really cool. Uh, That's like, lovely. They're a really cool person. Um, but yeah, I was so embarrassed in the moment. Um, yeah. My little crush. <laughs> so embarrassing. Does it turn out? Do they are they about that life? Do they love piss? Um, they actually do not well like they said i asked about the picture i was like yo i gotta know and they were like well my friend and i had an inside joke and that's why they got me it and i was like listen 
I love piss. So, and yeah, but this is stolen valor. Yeah, I was like, I was so hyped, but they're still super cool. I'm so glad that it all happened that way. That's I amazing. That. And I was so embarrassed. It's nice when like we I don't know a lot of the times we get these stories it's like and then everything fell apart or it's oh. embarrassing in a way that's just kind of like you'll leave defeated it's nice when you have those moments that are embarrassing but it connects you to another person because there is something like very humanizing in one of those moments mm-hmm. where somebody's like I fucking see that you tweeted some stuff out I know what's going on here but they're like cool with it I feel mm-hmm. like you know that's somebody you can be friends with or have some kind of connection yes. with. Yes. Yeah. That. I think like that made me feel like at first I was a little weary because I was like, oh, you follow me. That could be uh, weird and sketchy. But yeah. no, it like it, it, it like made things funny and easy going forward. And like, I don't know, when you get embarrassed in front of someone and then like you end up being close with them, I think that's just like it makes things better. Yeah. Yeah. You get that bonding. Mm-hmm. The underneath thing, remember? Yes, vulnerability. Some, somebody who's familiar with your content before they're familiar with you, too. I found, because uh, Donovan and I have both dated listeners before. Uh, people who listened oh, to the program yeah. and then met us up through whatever means, Twitter and Discord in my case. And then both those relationships ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mine's back up. Mine's oh. back up and running. We did a little, <laughs> little break up remix. and walk away, and then then we're doing the remix. We're not. Fo- I'm not following my own advice, which is usually if you break up, you did it for a reason. Don't go back. <laughs> you um, say this literally every time somebody writes in about yeah. should I get back with an ex? I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, but I don't know. It's just it's weird because like she understands me in a lot of ways that like is that are fucking rare like i'm just not understood in that way mm-hmm. by yeah. many people so kind of kind of got to keep that going right mm-hmm. and it's long distance it's low pressure we've taken a lot of the pressure off we're kind of like stepping back in some meaningful ways and i think things are going better this time hell shouts yeah out. i love that shouts love you babe I know you're listening I have been back in the dating game, as I mentioned before, this past week and on dating apps. And I have had a couple, I I had these in the past, but I've had a couple experiences of like people matching with me and I have the logo of the show and I say that I do a show in my, in my Tinder bio or whatever. And I've had a couple people be like, listen to the show and they're like, this is great. You're very cool. Let's go out. And I don't have to do like any kind of like flirting on the app. They hear the <laughs> show. That's the, yep. it's kind of bizarre. Cause it's very one-sided where it's like you, I was talking to one of them about this when we went out, but like, I don't know, you've heard me talk for like an hour or two. Now you have a sense of what I'm about and I have, I'm going in completely blind. There's right. a mm-hmm. weird like balance there. And that's why I think everybody should have to have a podcast so that I could, <laughs> it could be balanced out for me, please. Totally fair. That's what All I'm right. I'll, I'll work on that. Start it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking, so we're good. Fuck yeah. Let's get this campaign going. Uh, mandatory podcasts for all. Uh, God damn it. The fucking the zoom timer is throwing me a little it's bit. It's making me. It's so weird. It's okay. So we got one minute. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go ahead and end this one. We'll start a new one. And we'll come in with the ad read and then we can get to some questions. Perfect. Sweet. Okay. Yeehaw. We'll be right back. You're about to hear, um, the Monty Python and the Holy Grail intermission sound. New link. New link. <laughs> 
New York. New Link, New York. New Link, New York. New Link, New York. Caught the audio just good. Good and smart and good. Welcome Hello. back to the show. Okay. Welcome back to the show. I'm going to start recording this one. All right. My, my voice recording still going. And now we can say welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. In a fun three-part series, I think this is going to end up dividing it into threes. <laughs> and so we're going to roll with that structure. Uh, well, it's about time for the question box. Olive, thank you for sharing that story. We uh, we love a happy ending listener story, as oh, yeah. I said. And uh, we also love my ad reads each week. So let's go ahead and hear one of those, and then we'll do some questions. It's time for the ad read. It's the return of Horse Dono. Cluck, 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 cluck. Somebody told me that they thought that was my funniest ad read, and so it's here for a comeback. Uh, it's just like me, but with four hooves and a bushy tail and a mane. Hey, get this. When I'm not munching on carrots and licking sugar cubes, you know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm listening to Hit Relationship and Dating Advice Podcast, Radio Free Tote Bag. Radio Free Tote Bag. Oh, it makes me winny. I think that is a good thing That's when they the do that. Yeah. <laughs> it makes, and you know what makes me winny twice as hard? It's when I get a bonus episode each week by heading on over to patreon.com slash RFTB for a mere $5 a month. You get that bonus episode each week and access to like 130 episodes in the backlog. That's more episodes than the herd of horses that I'm part of. That's a episode for each horse in the herd. Patreon.com slash RFTB. You heard me, Horse Dono, once again. <laughs> and then I clop, clop away. And here comes the questions. <laughs> And scene. Okay, so gonna, <laughs> and <yep>. scene. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to edit in the music here. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Okay. Making and statements. And then we go. Uh, woo. 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 I can't muster the same enthusiasm because we didn't we have the have drop the playing. With it. No one will know. Yeah. No one will know. Trust me. It's the question box. It's a segment of the show where you, the listener, can write your questions into us and we will do our best to answer them. You don't have to make an account. You simply have to do this. Go to our social media at RFTBpod on Twitter and Instagram or our website, RFTB.me. Uh, it's anonymous. You just got that question box. You just mash them keys. You press send. And then we read and we try to help you. It's just that easy. We got a new way to submit that we uh, came up with on the Patreon this week. If you record your question in the form of a voice memo and email it to RadioFreeToteBag at gmail.com, we'll play your question. We'll play your fucking audio. We'll play your question on the show. We will do that. Imagine. Your voice up here with the greats. Our voices. <laughs> the, it's the greats. You can't refer to yourself. It's one of the greats. The greats. <laughs> we got three of the greats here, and what if your voice was in here too? Unless you got a really annoying voice, then we're going to ignore it. We're going to throw it in the trash. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. 
and less. Audrey, what question you want to do first? Oh, good question. Uh, First question we're going to do is this one. W-Y-R. What does that mean? W. You would know, Don. Would you rather? Would you rather? (laughs) Yeah. Sleep in a room with a spider, but you don't know where in the room it is. Or be tied down and tickled for 30 minutes straight. That spider. I literally do that every night. There's a spider in your... Listener, I don't want to trigger your arachnophobia. I don't want to do that to you. But you do have to know that there is a spider in the room with you right now, probably. And you don't know where it is. That's like their whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want... Like, I would rather not know, honestly. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And... Being tickled makes me feel like I'm going to vomit and die at the yeah. same time. And I don't... 30 straight minutes Yeah, that's a tickling. long time. I'd rather spend a night with a spider, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Spider's for sure. not going to tickle me. Oh, spider's no, got not. manners. Spider respects <laughs> my boundaries, unlike if, the other option here. If they did tickle you, they have eight legs, so it would be unbearable. Oh, It'd yeah, it would be hell. Fucked up it's always a fun moment when a new partner realizes I'm ticklish. Like they'll just like draw their hand across my body in a certain like, way, and I'll go, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" Like, and I go, "I've unlocked a I'm, secret." <laughs> I'm sorry. And there's there's two reactions. There's either some somebody will either be like, "Oh, I'm very sorry. I will be respectful of the fact that you're ticklish." Oh. I'm do it. Or they just tickle the shit out they're of me. They're a menace with, yeah. with regularity. Then they uh, just menace me. Ah. Uh. I haven't been tickled in a long time, and I think that's for the best. I uh, I don't think I'm that ticklish. I'm extremely ticklish. It sucks. I think it depends on my mood. And, like, I mean, obviously, like, where on your body, I guess. I'm not sure. really, like, an all-over person. My neck, that's awful. That's ticklish, yes. Wild. Interesting. My, my neck, not so much. My, like, sides and my tummy and my yeah. uh, bottoms of my feet. Feet. Oh, me. yeah, feet. Mm-hmm. Whew. Ah, just thinking about it is upsetting. I'm definitely taking the night in the Spider Hotel. Thank you for your would you rather. Um, sorry if we made you realize that there's like 100% a spider in your room right now. <laughs> there's not a fucking chance that there's not. He's cruising in there. All yeah, right. he's having a great time. Let's see what we got next. <clears throat> scrolling down and nor normally we can kind of pick these on the fly but again we got so many motherfucking questions all of some of these are specifically for you i'm going to try to get as many of those as possible uh but let's let's here's here's more of an advice one first my boyfriend isn't comfortable with me moving in after two years of dating he doesn't live alone to be fair but it's something i've asked a bunch and he says we'll get there but nothing changes think he's stringing me along i've had people want me to move in within months and pay for everything too but i settled and i'm having doubts we'll even get oh oh, i'm having doubts we'll ever even get married he's so rational wants to weigh out every pro and con do you think he's just not that into me he likes the space he's a tad bit reserved we also have a massive age gap interesting He's a Gemini. Ugh. I don't know. Our attachment styles are different and opposing as well. I love him and he says he loves me too, but I just don't know if this is going anywhere anymore. Hmm. Hey. Well, I feel like 
if you feel that way, that's kind of your sign to get out of there. I kind of, I, but I also get your boyfriend's stance on not wanting to move in and being reserved because I'm, I don't ever want to live with a partner ever again, but mm. I love, like, I, I love love and would be with someone and committed to them, but I wouldn't want to live with them. Um, but if that's you feel those negative feelings, I feel like that means maybe you should find someone that I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> but potentially like if that's if you know settling down in a place together and getting married and stuff is something that is important to you and to this person they're averse to it that's uh that could be a deal breaker and mm-hmm. i think it kind of depends on is this something where he is open to it eventually and just needs more time for it because uh, I just lived with a partner uh, after dating for four months, and it was a huge mistake, it turns out, and it's been <laughs> a nightmare breaking up with this situation. So I understand the hesitance. And like prior to that, I was very much a person who was like, I don't want to move in with somebody for like three. I need to be with them for like three or four years. I hmm. am very particular about my my space and... It adds the whole roommate dynamic. It adds a lot, you know, potential challenges that you wouldn't face before. All to say, I understand the hesitance here. I think you just got to have that conversation of like, this is important to me. It's okay if you want this at a different time, but like, is this a place you think we can get to? And talk about the future generally. If you're wondering about marriage and stuff too, like figure out if that's something that this partner is open to and make sure you're on the same page. Yeah. I'm of a mind that if the guy is like a never want to move in ever, then I think that that is like a better sign if you don't like if that's something you can be amenable to, right? Sure. If to the the mm-hmm. permit that I think means better things for the relationship than somebody who would be open to it, but just not now and just not with you and just not, you know what I mean? Because like yeah. Two years feels like enough time to kind of know, to me at least, like, and everyone's different, but I'm like, after two years, I would, I would feel comfortable moving in with somebody if I wanted to move in with them. If I don't right. ever yes. want to move in with them after two years, I wouldn't want to. That's so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, gosh, I just, I don't know. And then there's the age gap. And then there's the fact that he's a fucking Gemini. <laughs> These fucking Geminis. What does Love it mean, that. Audrey? Do I don't you know, know what, what it means. means? Uh, so I am contractually obligated as a trans femme to have a passing interest in uh, astrology. And so <laughs> uh, it is my understanding that Geminis present, uh, the it's the twin sign, they present two different sides of themselves in various situations. And so mm. like, it's hard to pin down exactly what their motives and desires mm. are, according to astrology, because... They have two sets of motives and desires. And mm. twins. And like twins. <laughs> it's exactly like that. That's what they desire is another set of twins. <laughs> Just have this conversation, I think. And like, that's not to, it's kind of easier said than done. Like mm-hmm. having an inkling that your needs might not line up with a partner can be really fucking difficult to face if other right. things are going well. And it yep. can be easy to write off, well, it will, you know, it'll work out at some point. But like, if this is an important thing to you and he is hardline, doesn't want to move in or, you know, like Audrey, you're saying, if it's something to do specifically with you, that might be a, a red flag of something deeper in the relationship yeah. that doesn't match up. 
And if you're at this place where you want to like be really serious, I feel like you, you know, you don't have to have for certain we're going to move at this time, but I would want some kind of like reassurance from him that there's at least a possibility he would be on the same page or moving in the same general direction. But if he's full on, like, I don't ever want to get married. I don't want to live together. You want those things. Like that's enough of a reason to break up with somebody even though those kinds fucking suck when it is something like that because everything yeah. else might be good. It's a really frustrating thing to do. Right. But. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a Big lot. convo coming. Mm-hmm. Big conversation coming for y'all. So sit them down. Pour you, pour you both a nice glass of All three of you with the, the twins. Oh, you, All <laughs> don't forget the twins. <laughs> Here's you. your <laughs> other side's <laughs> drink. So, so if you change your mind. One gets on sweet tea, the other gets sweet tea. Yes. And you got to break up with the side that gets unsweetened tea because that's psychopath shit. Break up with the sweet tea. What are you fucking talking about? Sweet tea is like a I goddamn like sugar water hell. It's, oh, it's well, you're so the in-between twin, Olive. I'm the, uh, I'm the bitter twin. Audrey's the sweet twin. Yeah. And you're the yeah, amber like twin. Amber twin. Amber twin. Amber twin. Oh We're on to something. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your questions. Uh, this is the kind of thing I like to hear an update on. So if you have this conversation, you figure out a way to hash this out, and our advice helps, please let us know. We wish Fuck you yeah. luck. Uh, here's a question uh, for Olive. Advice on how to date an OnlyFans influencer or porn star without getting jealous. Um, so this is like advice on like a non-OnlyFans person, like for them. I am at. I imagine yeah, so. so. This okay. sounds like a civilian. All right. A civilian. So <laughs> a civil. I, we, I literally will call people that sometimes when I'm with yeah. a lot of OnlyFans That's people. So I'm like, good. oh yeah, they're a civilian. These fucking um, civvies. <laughs> but. Uh, I would honestly say to just like, like be open with your OnlyFans partner or or whatever they do, sex work. Um, And like, like, like I in a lot of relationships have felt like I can't talk about it. And then that would lead to, you know, a partner feeling like jealous because they or like concerned because they don't know all the details and they're like well what does she do all day what is she who is she talking to so just let her or or them or him whoever know like like they can talk to you about it and like also like tell them that like you might be concerned and like but you don't want to be like like that you want to understand it um for me like and a lot of i think all creators like uh, like OnlyFans and sex work and porn are completely separate from like relationship k- situations and feelings. It's like you can be friendly and like if you're doing porn, have sex with someone, but it's like I'm not connected to them afterwards, you know? Right. Right. I feel like it's- laying out some of that too of like your experience with things that they might not have a good sense of uh would be helpful and so if you if you are the partner who's like new to dating somebody doing those things maybe asking those kinds of specific questions of like what does this feel like what is kind of the distinction here i guess just whatever kind of thing that you might be in your head feeling jealous about if you get more details and the reassurance of like this is a very different thing than what how i feel about you I, I, I think that kind of thing would would go a long way and just stop you from being in your head like 
oh, what if I'm, what is, you know, not what enough, mm-hmm. right? Just blowing things up and out of proportion. Yeah, I would say don't be afraid to ask questions and, um, like, like be interested in your partner's life because that'll help you be at ease too. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be learned from uh, non-monogamy circles in this case because it is a non-monogamous situation. You're mm-hmm. not engaging in, in monogamy. Uh, and so you can start with the fact that what one person does with another does not necessarily influence how they feel about you or what they do with you. Yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. Yes. Uh, Because, you know, I have, uh, you know, my partner I mentioned earlier, uh, she is seeing uh, three other people aside from me. And I used to get all fucking bent out of shape about it. I used to be all fucking... (laughs) But now... I recognize that it doesn't change how she feels about me that she feels these other ways about other people. You know, it's like a dis like you have to set up that disconnect. It's almost like um, uh, when you're learning how to play drums and you're trying to like make your right hand do something and your left hand do something else. There's this really kind of they want to do the same thing. They want to be connected. Mm-hmm. And eventually you develop a, sort of a space in your mind that disconnects the two of these things and these two concepts so just work on that muscle of of realizing that that love is infinite uh and you can share it with as many people and it, even like just physical intimacy is mm-hmm. you know it doesn't change it doesn't change how they feel about you based on the physical intimacy they have with other people i think anything like that too is just gonna take some practice and it isn't gonna work for everybody also like don't you know feel like i absolutely have to and if i can't adapt to this because maybe you're just not cut out for it and like maybe it's just not for you that's all right also but i would give things a chance to practice working through that jealousy because it is stuff that can change i feel like all of us have probably experienced that to some extent where Mm -hmm. you know a situation with a partner seems very stressful and overwhelming and then it turns out like actually it's not really not that big of a deal if you just reframe it and you know experience it instead of the version of it you have built up in your head huge Um, so i think just giving things a chance and and trying to just have that practice of working through that jealous emotion or whatever else you're feeling I think that goes a long way, too. And I think that's just general advice for rough feelings, too. If you've got any kind of anxiety or tendency to, like, spiral on things like I do, it can be very easy to avoid something because you're like, it's it's this overwhelming, awful thing. And then eventually you face it and it was like, wait, that wasn't a big deal at all. Why did I? I, I've been avoiding, like, a version of something that doesn't actually exist. Mm -hmm. Important, uh, Important reminder there, too face things don't just build them up in your head because it's probably not actually that scary right it's just like with adhd you'll like there'll be like a small task that you have needed to do (laughs) for three months and you finally do it and you go that took literally six minutes to accomplish and i've needed to do it for three months (laughs) very frustrating feeling yes sorry it's all practice and uh and not beating yourself up if it if it takes time to process things too sure all right let's get another one going here i'd love that 
Two people are telling me that I should officiate weddings after our sure after our uh, Christy Yamaguchi man appearance last week who does uh, wedding officiating and he was like yeah yeah you could do that and I thought that's kind of interesting maybe I don't know but two people have written in Donovan you should definitely officiate weddings so many couples will say hell yes to your profile I promise <laughs> holy shit Donovan gay marriage is legal everyone wants a mustache guy officiating the wedding <laughs> Honestly, the mustache would be a nice addition. Yeah, is, is um, the is the long oh. like a ponytail? Is my long hair is that official or is that like That's I think good. that helps? Yeah, that, that, that helps for sure. <laughs> I like whip my ponytail back and forth. We're yeah. out here today, and I smack a bunch of kiss. <laughs> now kiss. Now kiss. But you have to do that because it's funny. That's part of the process of officiating. You have to smush their heads together. They <laughs> nice. love it. <laughs> That's well, great. If if I got it straight from the horse's mouth, throwback to my ad read earlier, uh, with 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 uh, Will Christy Yamaguchi man saying he does it well, that I could do it. If two people wrote in, maybe I got to try this shit. Let's find I'm somebody kind of to marry. Yeah, either you trying to marry anybody anytime soon? What you got going f- on later? <laughs> I mean, I, my best friend would probably get married to me. We've talked about it. She let's she's do cool. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you got my information. If you decide to do it, I'm the number one marriage officiant with earrings, a mustache, and a ponytail. <laughs> and that's a fact. You love I, it. I, I just wanted to read those because that made my day when I read them earlier this week. Maybe I will that try rocks. it. Maybe I will try it. What else we got? Let's see. I'm kind of torn. There's a whole lot of questions similar to the one like, uh, how do you date... Uh, how do you deal with jealousy in an OnlyFans yeah, yeah, yeah. adjacent relationship? So we got a lot of that. Um, uh, fuck. Which one do I want to do? This is the broadest question we've ever had, I think. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> how do you keep healthy relationships? <laughs> how do you do that? How do you do that? That's a great Good question, question, right? How do you? Here's three um, easy steps. Now, here's one easy step. Listen to five years worth of hit dating and relationship <laughs> advice podcast, Radio Free Tote Bag, because yeah. I think we cover just about all of the bases in We're this. We're getting there. How do you keep I mean, healthy relationships? I mean, it's okay. So this is trite and like could be the answer to literally every question when somebody writes in with a question about the relationship. Communication. Mm-hmm. Discuss. Discuss your needs. And see if you can. There's like a fucking house centipede on my wall. Okay. See if you can. Shouts out to the house centipede. Um, See if you can find a way to meet in the middle on any of on anything that you're having a problem with. It's all about communicating your needs and having your partner communicate their needs, and then seeing how the two of you can meet those needs in each other. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much the foundation. The step one. Yeah. The, the wording in there, like keeping healthy relationships too. Sure. I know maybe I'm reading into it too much, but we don't have a lot to work with here. But I'm wondering if they're like somebody who loses a lot of people in their life or like drifts away from people or things become unhealthy. Mm. I have found, because I've, I don't know, I, I 
stay in touch with a lot of people and I've moved a lot and I've like kept friendships with people through all of that moving. I think a big thing is like not taking shit too personally and practicing yeah. forgiveness with people. Cause you know, somebody for a long fucking time, like at some point you're going to upset each other in some capacity. And I think a lot of people can kind of lock on to that feel disrespected and this, this is the communication thing too like won't express any of that or won't forgive the other person if they're hurt and it just kind of snowballs into something shitty and you stop talking to each other maybe or you have a fight that takes it down so i think like you know there, there's an element where you can be too forgiving of people or whatever like don't you know let your boundaries be crossed repeatedly or something but just like i don't know keep in mind that everybody's gonna fuck up sometimes and people change over time and just giving people a little bit of flexibility and uh understanding with that stuff i i I think can keep things last and longer don't don't hold grudges is what i'm getting at Mm -hmm. try to squash that shit that helps a lot resent is such a powerful feeling i feel like in all types of relationships where it's like that will like ultimately that is what makes so many relationships unhealthy. It's just like that resentment that builds. Yep. Truly. And with no outlet for that, it gets fucking worse. And then you're feeling shitty all the time. And then it's easier to like do something that upsets the other person or be upset or taking something personally that they say squash shit. Don't, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. don't let it build up basically. Yeah. That's and if our- you're like, if you're like worried about drifting away, it's just a matter it's just a matter of staying up in people's ears, just making the effort to like reach out and try to stay close. Uh, I uh, actually the other night I was looking through a Google Doc, then uh, the old one from like when I was you know 22 or whatever, and uh, maybe even a little older, but I found a poem that my ex had written, and I read the poem. And I cried about it a lot. Oh. And then I just, I just, I just messaged. I just said, "Hey, I found a poem you wrote and it made me cry. Thought you should mm-hmm. know." And then we, she goes like, "Wow." She goes, "Which one?" And I send it to her, and she goes, "Yeah, that sounds like me. I do fucking love poppies." <laughs> That's so cute. And then, and then we talk about it a little bit, and then we kind of catch up, you know. And so like, it's good to just to just reach out to people when you think of them or when yeah. something reminds you of them. Mm-hmm. Just say. Hey, this reminded me of you, and I just wanted to let you know that I was thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I've had friendships like restart because of that. And yeah, so the I, strength of just that. I love hearing from people out of the blue oftentimes. It's um, great. I don't I don't think there's been a time that someone from my past has been like, hey, what's going on? That I haven't been like, oh my god, you? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always excited. Yeah. I have maybe one exception to that situation, but that person sucks. <laughs> I don't want them to There are a number valid. of people who would be an exception to that. Um, luckily, they've known they to haven't. stay silent. They've known stand to stay down. <laughs> stay in their fucking lane. But there's something there, too, though. Like, yeah, reach out to people. There's a certain vulnerability in being like, we haven't talked much recently or anything, but I, I thought of you, you know? I think a lot of times people can feel like, we haven't talked in so long. I don't want to be weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not weird. It's, no, if you're still thinking about somebody and you, you care about them, shoot them a little shoot them a little message. I oh, yeah. uh, 
I got plenty of friendships from moving so much that'll like go dormant for a couple years where we're just like occasionally yep. messaging yeah. and then somebody goes through some heavy shit and we end up talking on the phone for a long time or we're in each other's city and spend time and things pick back up. And so, you know, it doesn't even need to be that you're actively in, in each other's lives like all of the time. Like a lot of times if you care about somebody and they like you and you like them, you just do that check in like once or twice a year and fucking send them a meme or some shit that's like all it takes yes yeah Yeah. ebb and flow like relationships especially friendships like ebb and flow throughout your life and like i've had a friend my best friend for 12 years and it's like we've gone through periods where we talk once a month and now i see her four times a week so yeah (laughs) it's lovely yeah the ebb and flow is is inevitable and not a bad thing like Mm -hmm. people will become more and less important at various points in your life and that's just how it fucking goes. And you don't have to maintain like a high level of intensity with all of these people all the time. And in fact, you would burn out really quickly if yep. you were trying to make, keep all those balls in the air that hard. Um, so, you know, you keep your circle uh, strong by communicating with the people you spend a lot of time with. And, uh, you know, just reach out every once in a while to people further out in the orbit. Mm-hmm. I think that comes to the don't take shit too personally thing also. Yeah. Like if you don't hear from somebody for fucking a year sometimes, it doesn't necessarily mean that they hate you and they don't want to talk to you. Sometimes people just got all kinds of shit going on and don't have the energy to be doing all this. Yeah. Reach out and... You're uh, on the ebb. Again, mm-hmm. yeah. That's fine. Ebbing. <laughs> They're ebbing. Straight ebbing up. <laughs> we're ebbing. We're, we're in an ebb. Call, call me Ebenezer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. (laughs) More like Ebenezer Splooge. You know what I'm saying? You know what the fuck I'm saying? That was so good. Okay. (laughs) That is a tweet. That is literally like you should you should tweet that. That's funny. (laughs) Twitter. Twitter Twitter.com. Welcome to Live Tweet, the segment of the show where Audrey puts out a banger. Live tweeting the podcast. (laughs) Call me Ebenezer. Just had this great Spooch. riff on the show. You can't even, hear because it it's not out yet. I don't even know what, how to spell that. Ebenezer. E b e n e z r. Wow, I'm impressed. Damn. E b e n e z e r. We've got an Ebenezer expert over here. Ebenezer yes. Splooge. <laughs> Hello, Ebenezer Dutz. Ebenezer Dutz. Ebedee's nuts. There's something here. Ebedee's. We gotta Ebedee's know this a little bit. nuts. Ebedee's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this Ebedose. all came from us using the word ebbing. <laughs> this, this, this is from us talking about healthy relationships. <laughs> all right. Um, let's get let's get another question going. Fuck yeah. Oh, we got that fucking the timer scares me when it comes up with the time. It's so spooky. We got a little bit of time. This is that's actually like about perfect to the end of the episode. So we'll okay, try to, so let's fill like one, fill one we'll like here. fill this time and then we'll come back for another one and do. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Just fill this time. I say like we're just fucking. Uh, I just fill the time. We're gonna fill uh, the just, time on the podcast. Sam <laughs> 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 talk the rest of the time. <laughs> All right, check this shit out. Okay. I am 23 would like to be pegged by my partner F24, but already know she is not very much into that. What to do? 
been together for seven years. Thanks. Play with your own butt. Yeah, it's one I, option. I think that, and I think um, I would still, I mean, you may have already brought it up to them, but, like, I would still bring it up and just be like, like, I don't know, because... I feel like a lot of partners are willing to do things they're not into, you know, like, like sure. if, if the other person is into it, like, oh, like I might not understand it, but yeah, I'll do this to you. Like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll step in baked beans for mm-hmm. you. I don't, yeah. Really you want me to cover you or... in uh, what? Gravy? Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Gravy? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that's worth another ask. And like, I don't know if you've asked them a million times and they're like very much don't want to do it. Like, that's one thing. <laughs> but if you've brought it up and just it doesn't seem like it's her thing necessarily, I would just start to, you know, hey, this is something that I would like to explore for these reasons. This is something that would make me feel, I don't know, it's a fucking like kink. It's an aspect of my sexuality that I want to explore would you like share that with me because mm-hmm, in that like, particular thing too you're not asking to like i don't know have her take anything particularly crazy you know she's putting something in your ass probably with the strap on it's not really yeah i don't i don't know it's not something where it's like oh i don't like stuff in my ass i don't want to try that it's you know she's she's the one doing the ass putting in i uh ass putting in I, I think if you frame this as like a new experience and you want to share this with her, I feel like that goes some way too. Like just getting across that like you feel safe with her exploring stuff and like this would be a really meaningful thing to you. Um, I, you know, I think that might help. I think so too. Definitely. Especially with that seven, like seven years, you guys, uh, I'm assuming, are very close and like know each other. And like she would like know if it really meant a lot to you. And like, I mean, I, and there's like steps before pegging, even, you know, like you could just like incorporate a little bit of ass play and work your way up to pegging and like yeah. um, things like that. Just baby steps. Yeah. Get a little anal cool. trainer kit. It's pretty yeah. fucking cool having things in your butt. It's awesome. It is. It's uh, sick. <laughs> thumbs up. Sick as fuck. You get little. You get the little plug that's basically just like it doesn't even flare out that much. It just flares out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Little skinny guy. And then you get the one that's a little bigger, and you oh. put that one in there. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually, you can... uh-huh. eventually, you're storing furniture in your ass. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Smuggling. Never mind. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you could even, like, ask her if, like, be like, can I wear a butt plug while I have sex with you? And, like, yes, like you could yes. maybe do your own thing and then work, yeah, like, work into it, you know? I think it's that's also, like, good. it's something like that that's not so involved on her part beyond what you normally do sexually. Her seeing that that adds something for you, I don't know, that you're getting a lot out of that. Uh, could I feel like make it a little bit more understood or make her more willing to to try the thing with you i i do like that idea i mean that's just generally good advice if you're trying to get into pegging is try lighter smaller stuff maybe just putting it in and not the whole thrusting motion yet um but i think that's something you could frame as like here's a here's an in-between thing if you're totally not into this you know that's okay but would you be willing to give it a try basically mm-hmm. 
I wonder in in a lot of cases. Cat. Hello. We got a cat. Hell in yeah. This little buddy. His name Fuck is Ty. Yeah. Hello, Ty. Ty. He's been sleeping on my bed. That's like right behind my oh. um, my setup, and he just woke we up. Love Ty. We love Hello. Ty. We do love Ty. Giving, he's giving little what head butts. He's getting a head scratch. Like to purr, purr. I don't know if you're oh, gonna hear this, but I I we tried to get a purr. Hopefully, it he's comes through. He's doing little biscuits. Good lord. <laughs> I miss He's pie. a happy I, I boy. Saw my cat this morning, and now I miss my cat very much. Oh my god, that's oh. literally me. <laughs> I'm gonna go downstairs and pet a cat after this. I'm pretty excited oh, about it. Love it. Oh jeez. Damn it! I wish there was a fucking cat in this hotel. Fuck! I'm gonna have to go prowl <laughs> the streets of Philly until I find a stray. Like, Come Ooh, here. I love cat tuna. Piss piss. You could also draw eyes on your butt cheeks and you turn and you moon her and you kind of spread your butthole and you go, peg me, peg me, Seymour. <laughs> like, like you spread your ass cheeks yeah. like it's oh, a mouth. So yeah, like a vertical like mouth. Ace Ventura Like kind Ace of Ventura. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. options out here. I watched Bruce Almighty the other day for How's the first that? time in like a decade oh, and a wow. half. How'd yeah, it's been up? a minute. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it does have uh, a surprisingly pro-religion message, like more so than you would think in a movie where Jim Carrey gains the powers of, of God, God for a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you give it out of, uh, on a scale of zero to five containers of popcorn, Audrey? What do you give Bruce Almighty? <laughs> I give it three and a half popcorns okay. it's pretty good actually Enter yeah entertaining enough not transcendent not uh not really one that i can recommend necessarily but if you're you know if it comes up if you don't know what to watch and it comes up on a plane <laughs> it seems like a good airplane movie yeah i have airplane movies i watched the meg on an airplane and i was like this is Fuck amazing yeah. and i probably will never watch it again <laughs> yeah I watched My licorice yeah. pizza on a plane. It was fine. The what? fuck is licorice pizza? Yeah, no. What is that? Paul Thomas Anderson movie that has the fucking one of the Haim Haim sisters in it. No, it's it's fine. There was discourse about it because it's like the main character is like a seventeen-year-old kid and she's twenty, and they have a romance. And people on Twitter were discoursing about that for quite some time mm. a year or two ago. That sounds like Twitter. I give licorice yes. pizza two and a half pizzas. Damn, see, that's not good. That's it not was fine. Good. <laughs> this is the movie review. It's the fucking timer there. I want to do another question, yeah, but exactly, it's just one thirty, yeah. and I'm like, I guess okay, we can tangent right, movies okay. for a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna end this one, listener. You're about to hear the My Python. We're gonna do one more question, then we're gonna do the outro. All right, final right, intermission. I'll miss you. Bye. We'll I'll miss you too. Happy trails. Fucking soon. Hello. Panama. Got it. Panama. I was just saying all kinds of nonsense in the intermission, and I forgot that I have been recording through this. So, Audrey, when you go to edit, you might get some fun little riffs. I, love I was that. doing that same. too. <laughs> I, I I even like sent a message to you. I was like, I don't know if you're gonna listen to this, but I usually talk to myself a lot, so I'm trying not to. <laughs> and I, I got a lot of good purrs while uh, Ty oh, was sitting here. Yeah. So yeah, Fuck yeah. I'm going segments. to. 
I am going. I went downstairs, ate some bites of very fancy cheese, and then Ooh, uh, yeah, got a, uh, filled my filled my water bottle. Oh, so oh. I don't have anything. But I'm going to keep both of your intermissions, and they're going to be layered on top of each other. It's going to be like <laughs> chaos. Talking to each other. It's going to be awesome. Panama. <laughs> P-A-N-A-M-A. All right. What do we... I don't... What even is the overall time? Do we want to do another question? Uh, I have the overall time on Ableton. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're over, but like with intermissions and stuff, maybe let's do one more. Okay. One more question, and then we bop out of here, and then I go hit bop, the bop, streets bop. to find some seltzer. Nice. Ooh. I'm going to shower. <laughs> How do I ask my coworker out without being weird? Ooh. Ooh. I'm too shy, question marks. Oh, Two that's amazing. I'd love that yell at the end. Um, <laughs> without being weird. Without um, being weird. Paramount, I, that you're not weird yeah. when you I ask them out. I feel like you got to suss out the vibe. If there is a vibe between you guys, then I don't think it'll be weird. It, like, in general, I feel like they'd be flattered. Yeah. But, like, if there is no... Like, if they don't really know who you are or if they are on completely coworker level, it might it might be a little awkward regardless. But yeah. I think right. maybe just, yeah, I, I feel like we need more context. But what do you what do you think? Hmm. Feel it out for sure. Make sure also that you're not there's always the potential that you're misreading. And like normally, whatever, somebody turns you down and that's fine. But you definitely don't want that weirdness. If you have to see all the, this person all the time because you're at work. That's why I feel like you go something plausible deniability mode or like try to, you know, chat more and spend some time together and see if you can feel out if they're into you or whatever, if they're talking to you a lot or like you're getting lunch with them at work or something. Uh, I feel like those are signs that maybe they're interested. Um, but just being like, hey, would you want to do X, Y or Z after work sometime? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a good because then they turn it down. Oh, you know, too busy or whatever. Cool. Hey, no worries. You move on. It's not like a, I love. Do you? I love you. Right. <laughs> you want to go out with me? And they're like, casual. What the fuck? Casual is key. Yeah. And also, I love what you said about plausible deniability. You make it like a. Would you ever want to get drinks after work sometime? Yeah. yeah. And they go. They go. Oh my God, I would love to tie one on after a day in this hellhole. So let's go fucking do that. And then you just get to talking and it's it could just, you know, you leave it open to be like, it could just be a casual friendly thing. And then you get the opportunity to really suss some vibe. Yeah. Yes, that is so perfect. Cause like you can play it off like just just casual coworkers. Now you have a, a coworker friend if it's yeah. kind of weird or you can be like, we're going on a second date and it's going to be romantic. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So like, you know, maybe you go out, you get the drinks and if things are very good, you say like, you know, when the night's over, like, do you want to get dinner sometime? Take it from mm -hmm. there. Yeah. But yeah. I think first just plausible deniability mode, worst case, like if they're, if they're open to doing that, you at least like know that it's not a complete no and it's not going to be weird. Right. And then, yeah, you just go into that with uh, maybe something comes out of this, feel it out. But like worst case scenario, yeah, you got a you got a work friend. You got somebody you could potentially be close with it at work. Big stuff. Another thing to consider is how closely you work together. If this is somebody who is in the same 
like department as you and you do the same thing and you work really closely together yeah. and you're seeing each other all the time that might be a no that might be a don't even go for it if it's somebody who's like you're in accounting and they're in data governance for example uh go ahead and do the ask because what's the worst gonna, you know you're not going to be working together all the time i would never fuck with someone from accounting <laughs> ever why not you don't like numbers what the hell <laughs> Uh, I don't trust. I, don't trust I just them. couldn't think of a second corporate office. That's so funny. An office that I may or may not have something to do with. I'd like That's to be as vague as possible about the work in my normie <laughs> career that I do on this program. Nothing evil. I just got to keep them streams separate. That's all I'm saying. Sure, sure. Except for the occasional like- person at work that I tell about the show. And if you're listening, shouts out. That means I think you're very cool. <laughs> There's like two people I'm thinking of. Um, Hell yeah. We got any other tips on asking? I feel like we covered that pretty well. Yeah. Plausible deniability. Don't be Mm -hmm. too over the top. And whatever happens, don't take it fucking personally. Like don't do that. Change the way that you're acting. Don't be at all weird to them if they're not into you. Um, Give it a shot, but it's... you're you're holding back as much as you can while still trying to get an answer and, and communicate the the feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Not even communicating the feeling first. You're making sure that there's potential, and then if there is, and you're going out and you're vibing a bit, then you're making the feeling known. Um, but definitely don't lead with that. Definitely don't tell them that you love them while you're in the office. That would be very unpleasant. That would be very bad. Mm-hmm. Very bad. I'm very awkward. Don't like that at all. Tell Donovan, us what you, happens. I, I, yes, please do that. Okay, so we are long, and I'm gonna, I'm cop to that. We're long on this episode. We're already deep in this. But there is a specific one for Olive that I would very much like to answer very quickly if we could. Speed run it. Olive, you yeah. got time? I got all the time in the world. Damn, that's what I love <laughs> to hear. It's it's the one it was posted today and it starts high olive if you oh, want to read it, Donovan. Oh, let's see. And I'm opening the document. Uh, God damn, there's so many fucking questions. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Olive. Do you have any advice for hot but maybe autistic dudes who want to be charming or fun at a bar? Love down bad Drew. Oh my god, hi Drew. I know who this is. Um <laughs> I got uh his name tattooed on me. Uh, Fuck yeah. Cause I asked well, people damn, to sounds, s- sounds like he's doing great. <laughs> I asked people to send me if they sent me five hundred dollars, I'd get their name tattooed on me at my next appointment, and I did, and it was him. Um first of all, <laughs> you're dope, love you, but um honestly, <laughs> I think the right person that you go up to and flirt, like, flirt with or whatever, like, uh, like, I think, like, awkward and things like that are charming. So, like, I think it kind of just depends on the, like, you don't want to put off a persona that you're not. Um, like, so whatever you think is cute and funny and charming, um, I mean, you could run it by someone first, but like I say be yourself because like when people are weird and like awkward and come up to me, I'm like, thank God, another weirdo and not like someone who's like, hey, baby, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't even drink like this is weird now. (laughs) Like, like, 
There's something humanizing about it. And mm-hmm. it, like, and you, you are still going to get rejected sometimes. I think that's an important thing to remember is like, that's going to probably most of the time that's going to happen. Yeah, but frequently. that doesn't mean that you are being too awkward or whatever. It just means that that particular person ain't into you. And that's totally fine. Uh, so don't, don't, don't take that stuff personally. I, uh, I feel like I've talked about this before. I'm, I'm a hot and maybe autistic person. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I got some mental stuff going on that can make me come off like awkward or anxious sometimes. Um, I feel like I don't do great in a situation where I just walk up to somebody and cold, hey, hey, like I don't really know where to start so well. It's not Because you open with, hey, people. hey. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. <laughs> Shit. Don't do Ahoy. that. That's advice. Ahoy, Ahoy there. there. <laughs> Um, I think I I tend to have better luck on on a dating app or like meeting someone through somewhere someone else or like doing an activity where there's an easy starting place yeah rather than I saw you from across the bar and now I'm attempting to talk to you I like your vibe you can't do that and if like that's something you're relatively comfortable with it certainly can work um but I just I, I, I try to like play to my strengths when meeting people and I do a lot better if I have some jumping off point at the beginning. Maybe you're saying that, that is enormous. Yeah. The I, idea of playing to your strengths. I think yeah, I, I can't give a lot of advice because like I also like don't know how to like hit on people in public or like approach them except for being like very genuine and goofy, like being like, hey, like, um, you know, just like being very yeah. obviously like nervous and vulnerable. Yeah. And like yeah. usually that's charming. Like it's like, OK, that works out. But I don't know how to be I don't know. Just be cute and goofy in yourself unless you're not cute and goofy i guess <laughs> if you're not cute and goofy be that way yeah i love it and don't don't take it personally don't take it as something is wrong with you if you're turned down it just mm-hmm. yeah. can match up a lot of the times and that's and that's cool and that's a yeah handling rejection is like a practice in and of itself where it becomes much less scary uh, the more you've kind of experienced it and processed it and the more that you like know and love yourself you know that's big yeah I, I i get rejected by people sometimes and i feel like as a teenager it was like oh my god what's wrong with me mm-hmm. and now it's like ah shit bummer oh well yeah it's it. like if they don't get like if they reject you it's like also you probably don't want to be with them or like do anything with them either it's like i don't want to have to pretend to be someone else like i went up with to you with my myself and you didn't like it and that's okay that doesn't mean you're wrong or i'm wrong it just means we just thought we like maybe i thought you were hot but that's that's it and you're still hot but we're not we're not gonna vibe we're not gonna jive (laughs) yeah and i i think part of that is like evaluating the reasons why you're into somebody Mm mm-hmm like if your sole reason for being into somebody is that they're hot then there's like about a trillion things that could go wrong with that yeah but if your reason for being attracted to somebody is because you like share similar values and you think that they're like a good person and you want to get to know them better then you have a much better foundation for continuing Mm -hmm. uh, a relationship yeah so get out there slugger 
Get you got up. this, Drew. You got this. Hell yeah, Drew. Down bad, no more. Down go- up good, no. Yeah, yeah. Up, up good. good. Up good. <laughs> up good, what? Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this brings us to the end of the program. We got to give Oliver a round of applause. I'm holding the mic and I can't do my usual... Yes. It's been great chat with you. You're uh, you're wonderful. Where can oh, people thank find you? you? Um so Twitter it's Olive A W L I V V and then TikTok and Instagram it's that same thing with an underscore at the end. Okay. And that will take you to all the links that I'm not gonna mention here. <laughs> Get Peep the link tree. Peep yes. that link tree. Uh, well, hey, thank you again for for coming on. We've uh, yeah, we've loved talking with you. Uh, sorry that you've. It's been our kind of janky recording episode with the three segments. What are you like gonna do? You've you've you rolled with the punches with us, and we salute you for that. Salute. Of course. <laughs> I can't say we salute you for that and not actually salute. Like, it's an audio medium, but you you can see us. Okay. Yeah, we you, saluted. Who else? Who else do we salute, Donovan? Audrey, you heard Horse Dono talk about that Patreon earlier. I love that guy. Four legs, them hooves. Just a just a great just a great piece of horse meat over there. When you think about it, <laughs> horse meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten, five, he, was, you know, he was telling us $5 a month You can get that bonus episode each week While supporting this program What could be better than that? I'll tell you what could be better than that Giving us $10 a month Because we will shout your name out each week In lights In addition to all of the perks that we mentioned before uh, And I think we've got a new person to shout out this week And that's very yeah, exciting Yeah, that's so exciting. And I continue to vamp because it just won't save the filters. It will not save nope. it as $10 and active. The no, only time not. I look at this. Who are we? Do? God damn it. Okay. Who are we shouting out first? <laughs> we begin as if we as we have a tendency to do with Brock. Why would it change the order? We're shouting out Anthony <laughs> Limber. <laughs> Up next is our beloved day one Barb. Then it's my beloved day one, my own dad. Up next, we've got my very good friend and roommate and uh, best friend in the whole wide world. It's daddy. It's Dylan. We're shouting out GG. We are shouting out Sid Hoobstank. New shit. New patron just dropped. We're shouting out K friggin' money. Thank you for your support. What a name. Uh, next, we shout out Malcriata. We're shouting out MC Proletariat. We're shouting out Mickey Flykick. We're shouting out Riley. We're shouting out from episode 105, The Yellow Rose of Toteland, our good friend Ryan, Rich Homie Click Clack. We're shouting out Spreadable Fruit. We're shouting out so 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 super deformed form 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 form. I'm getting right up on this open mic style. We're shouting out tufted titmouse. <laughs> and uh, we wrap it all up with our very good friend Ren. Thank you so much for supporting us at ten dollar a month level. You are truly the wind beneath our wings. You're the wind beneath our wings, and we soar because of you. And thank you we so much. We certainly do. Uh, Olive, thank you once again for joining us. You were a true delight. Uh, a, a advice powerhouse 
Yes. Well, thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Um, and I hope I wasn't too weird. <laughs> oh, you were great. You were great. No worries Perfect at all. amount of weird. Good, good amount. <laughs> cool. Exactly. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening. Everybody who who listens to the program, and uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do like Donovan did when he read the tough to tip mask thing. We get right up on this microphone, and I'm gonna say, I love you. Oh, we didn't do music. Fuck, abort, abort, abort. You abort. did the music. Abort. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull away from the mic, and then I'm gonna say. <laughs> Uh, that I did the intro theme. It's uh, Hornfelter's the love theme from RFTB. You can find it in more songs like it at SoundCloud.com slash RFTB pod. Something smells weird in here and I can't I can't tell if it's the microphone cover. I don't think it is. It doesn't hmm. matter. Our outro song is the song Rat Curse by the Bellowing Pines. You can find them on streaming. It's the Bellowing Pines. Now I'm going to say I love you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> wow. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Okay, I'm gonna stop my. start singing Panama again. Audrey, if you hear this while you're doing the edit, this is the intermission. And you got to text me and say that you heard me singing Panama. Panama. Time Time We're going to Panama. Oh, jeez. That's all I got. The picky hairs that are stuck in the uh, windscreen or whatever I have around the mic that keep tickling my nose. That's not my favorite thing in the world. I tried to get you guys some, um, oh, ow, purrs. Yeah. Panama. Purr some more. Those are going to be some good ones. Panama. I'm gonna show my teeth Panama. We're gonna go to Panama. Scooby the Bear Bell. Panama.